Hi everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Well, thanks to everyone for stopping by for our 12th episode here. We just finished at Limblum. We're kind of getting out into the world, right? We talked about Q's March and all that. But before we continue, I got my I got some talking points this time. So first off, I mean, I already talked to Alex about this. Sorry, dude. Totally miscounted on that last <laughs> C trivia. So yes, he did pass. So if you were listening Yay. to that last episode and you're like, dude, what the heck? Totally missed one, so my bad on that. He did get his seed rank 7, so nice, man. Right. There you go. Sorry for the yeah. confusion. And then <laughs> some some different things. So I was playing, I'm kind of following the story, right? So I, I played up through basically what we are going to talk about today. But before I got to the grotto, just some kind of, just some kind of actual notes, you know, things I picked up. So I think it's very interesting in this game, man, that the potions heal less out of combat. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, I was using potions. I'm like, this is so strange. Like, this is the only one that I'm aware of in which, you know, for instance, a potion, if you're just in your menu, you're looking at your characters, you know, you're yeah. using your items, it's, it only heals for 100. But if you're in combat, it heals for 150. Yeah. I can't think of another one either. It definitely does add that kind of different element where, you know, if you're trying to heal, it's more, well, I don't want to say it's more efficient, but, you know, you like what you said, you get more uh, healing in the battles. Yeah. But you're also taking damage, but so it's always yeah. one of those things. So, yeah. Yeah, so just something kind of interesting there. Um, also, a side note, if you are hurting for money big time, totally forgot about this, but the yellow scarf that you can synthesize, it does have the millionaire ability for Kina, and so if you're really wanting some ghillie, go go for it. I will say... That I I was trying to eat all the enemies, so I did a decent amount of fighting, and I'm already up to like twenty thousand gil. Yeah, it goes really quick, so easy. So that that's it. Uh, something that we've talked about before, but it's just hilarious. Kina's weapon damage is just so strange. You know, she it's it's kind of like Cinna in nine, and then also if you're familiar with hammers and axes and bombs in twelve. It's kind of like that where the, the damage is just random because she'll crank off like a 40 hit and then right after that it'll be like 600 and it's like, what the heck, man? It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah, it seems like the way those weapons are, the damage calculation, it's like, you know, as the attack power goes up, it's it's almost like the average damage goes up and then there's there's like a huge swing of variance yeah. that goes along with it where it can either hit really hard or hit really uh really light or something yeah which can be extremely frustrating when you're trying to like kill an enemy or do something like that exactly you gotta roll the dice with her and then kind of just on the note of, of fighting and combat and all that if you're kind of like me i was starting to get bogged down with trying to catch up on ap so it would just kind of behoove you if you're kind of like me where you know you're falling behind on a bunch of stuff just do some battles you know grind out a little bit doesn't take that much and kind of help you get some levels, get some money, AP, and all that stuff. So I was just kind of thinking about that. And then lastly, for the Chocobo Forest, pretty hilarious stuff. So we talked about hot and cold. Obviously, we talked about last time that you should at the very least just do it till you get the streamside Chocograph, you get the Germanus boots, Germanus, whatever you say, 
which are pretty darn good. You get two of them. You also get some other things, potions and whatnot in that box. But the other one that you can get right now, like in this, before going anywhere else, is the Between Mountains one, which... It's it's okay. It's nothing great. Cotton robes, which you could already synthesize. So if you already did that, it's kind of like okay, cool, whatever. But here's here was the thing for me. So we talked about it too. The chocographs are in a pool, right? You get the you get streamside, but then it's in a pool of things. And dude, yeah, literally the last one for that entire forest was between mountains for me. Uh, I I had to do yeah. like an hour and a half of hot and cold. I'm like, please, <laughs> I'm like, I just oh. I don't care about the Chocobo Lagoon ones, you know, and all these. It is so frustrating. The, uh, the you know mean. the frozen island one and all these things. I'm like, no, just give me between bounds. I'm right here. Yeah, and I exactly, and I think there's like 15. And yeah, there's a lot. It's pretty much random which one you get. So. Yeah, you'll keep digging up chocographs, you'll go check, and it'll be like uh, Dusky Lagoon or something like yeah. that where you can't even get there. It's it's frustrating. I've been there, man. It is frustrating. Yeah, the last one. And then he's like, I don't think there's any more left. I'm like, of course there's not. I've already gotten the whole bag full of them because <laughs> it's just one between mountains. That's it. Anyways, that's all I got. We're going to get going here. So some things we left out last episode is we did not talk about how you can visit Southgate. It's kind of actually right back by the Chocobo Forest, kind of in that, that corner there. So if you get in there, you'll recognize it if you saw the ATE with the Tantalus troop, how they were there. Senna was making coffee. Well, if you go over right over to the right, first of all, there's a healing spring. So if you want to save your potions and you want to kind of level up a little bit, you know, do that sort of thing. Just I would I would recommend just kind of fighting over that area, getting random encounters. Yeah. If your characters start getting low, don't waste your potions and all that. Just pop in and heal at the spring. Yep, it's a good little grinding spot because it's free. It's a full HP MP restore. And the enemies around this area, you can get a lot of EXP. They're pretty tough, so it's actually quite a quite a good spot to grind. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure, well, on that sprain, it's kind of hard to miss, but if you go just a little bit further to the right, you can pick up some coffee, some Sinna's Mocha coffee. It says, very Mocha delicious coffee, coffee beans. <laughs> well, I love that too. Because, I mean, mocha is like a type of coffee, but it's not like a type of coffee bean. <laughs> no, it's not. It's very interesting. <laughs> but I, yeah. So I love the way the game does that. But but anyways, yeah, moving yeah. on. So after this point, so from Southgate, uh, we already talked a little bit about Choco Chocobo's Forest and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So then you can head on over, uh, progress the story, start um, heading on over to Gizmaluk's Grotto, which I think has one of the best tracks in the game. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's it's Freya's theme is the yeah. the sound of it and or the name of it rather and dude apps I I agree I think it's probably in the top three for me in the game and probably top three of all time it is just a really really good track yeah it's really good and then this is where the story really starts heating up you know you can, you can tell that uh, there's been some fighting there's some dead guys on the ground uh, some dead Burmesian soldiers but. It's kind of funny. I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but you can actually still see their eyes blinking. I <laughs> know, <laughs> and I haven't noticed that. It's just weird. And then I guess they uh, they have a different way of locking doors around here, huh? Yeah. Well, and back to that too, real quick. It's it like you said with the story. It's starting to heat up, and it, they're starting to be kind of. There's only been already been strife between the party, mainly Steiner and Zidane, but. You know, Freya, she kind of starts to look at Vivi there at the beginning, right? They get up to it, all the dudes are dead, and she looks at Vivi, and it's it's kind of almost, you can kind of see the resentment almost building there. 
Even though, you know, obviously Vivi had nothing to do with it, but it's still, it's like your kind are killing my kind, you know, kind of a deal. Yeah. And, yeah, the doors in this are, <laughs> they're kind of cool, right? You get the bells, so that's how it is. Each door has a bell. You have to get a little handbell to ring so that way the door will open. And, I mean, I get it. This it, They're under attack, so this kind of seems like it's a defense mechanism type of deal. And may, maybe the doors are open every day. But just, what, what's up with this, man? you got to get a bell, and then it shatters in your hand. And then, and then you know, what happens when you close the door again? you got to get another bell. Like, do they have a bell factory or something? What is going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's... I mean, it's, it's a creative way of locking doors, but it is. it is really funny, though, because, yeah, every single bell, it's like the bell in your hand and the bell in the door is ringing and then the bell in your hand shatters and then the door opens. Yeah, yeah, which, again, pr- pretty cool, but yeah, it just doesn't doesn't seem very economical to do that. Yeah. But you go forward, you get a little glimpse, Thorn and Thorn are there with all the black mages they've been creating, and they just say, kill, right, kill, kill, and they do all that. Kill, kill, yeah. And so they're killing all these soldiers, all these filthy rats, as we'll hear later about it. And then, well, then you have to do your first fight, and you fight them, and you're just like, dude, these guys are a cakewalk. First of all, don't even attempt to eat them. Kino will say it doesn't taste good. And then... <laughs> But but they just, they don't do very much damage. They just use basic magic, which, yeah, it's like, you know, 70, 80, but it's kind of like maybe a little over 100, depends. But it's just big whoop, you know, not a big deal. And they're just easy, and it makes you wonder, like, dude, I guess strength in numbers, because how the heck are these guys taking over a kingdom right now? Like, we're just smashing through them, no big deal. Yeah, I know. And their their spells, like, fire does, like, 100 damage or something like that, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, apparently enough to take over or to kill a bunch of the Burmesian soldiers, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, just some very basic fire and thunder spells will do it. Yeah, so you get through that fight, Zorn and Thorn, they run away, and then and then you're kind of, you're able to wander around now, essentially, in the grotto. But before we start wandering, we're going to go ahead and let's get the bold move here. So we'll, uh, we'll hit that and then we'll continue on, but bold move first. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and start us off here. So my bold move is uh, it goes to Final Fantasy VIII and it goes to Zell. And it was kind of a bold move of him to decide to get a face tattoo. <laughs> because, I mean, no yeah. one else has anything remote like that. And then here comes Zell, you know, fiery Zell, chicken wuss. He's yeah. like, I know what I'll do. I'll get a face tattoo. That'll make everyone think I'm cool. I'll be- make everybody think he's Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he can really fight then. But, yeah. you know, have to resort to some dirty tactics every once in a while, but no, it's, it's okay. You know, it just shows that he can fight. Ex- exactly. And, you know, it's. And this isn't anything against face tattoos in general in the real life, but just in the in the game of eight, you know, it's just hilarious. Like, no one else has tattoos anywhere, and then here comes Zell with a yeah. big old face tattoo on the whole side. So, kind of a, kind of a bold move, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Alright, and uh, for this week, my bold move, taking it all the way back to Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, Mark, I don't know if you're going to remember this, but... Um, Try my best. At, at the end of Chapter 1, when you're fighting uh, Algus at Fort Zeekton, it was a bold move for him to shoot Delita's sister with the uh, crossbow. Oh, yeah, at the very end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> All the sounds move. are great. I love it, but yeah, that was 
That was so bad. Didn't work out too well for him. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's our bold moves this time. And yeah, let's let's get back into the grotto and see what we can see what kind of mischief we can get into. So basically, the first the first thing that you should notice after the bike mage battle is that there's three doors, right? And each has a bell. And you you have one from that fight, if I'm remembering correctly. And at this point, it doesn't really matter which one you go through you do want to hit up the left one though because if you do go it you know you get the dying rat up there the soldier before you make that turn if you kind of search the left hand side you do find yourself a bronze vest which is actually pretty good right now so make sure you yeah. pick that up yeah this game has a lot of just random items on yeah. the ground you know where it's not in the chest you wouldn't know that it's there but if you kind of, um, if you have them like run against the wall, yeah. oftentimes you'll come across a little expl ex exclamation mark. And yeah, you'll get a bronze vest. But also another interesting thing there is that there is a really specific order to do these to get all the items. Like you could totally skip that door. But like you said, you get a bronze vest. And the nice thing is the dying soldier also gives you another bell. So you don't really miss out on anything by doing that. Right. And just for, you can open every door. So it's not like if you choose wrong and you get stuck. Um, I believe if you run out and you can't continue, which I don't know why how you couldn't, but there, the dude, the very beginning one, he'll give you another one. You can find another one at the end. I found that out. And yeah, so, that's right. So no, no worries there. So it does not matter which order, but just, you know, for I guess the sake of kind of making it flow a little better, if you hit up the left one first, get the bronze vest, and then you can keep going. At this point, the right and the middle both lead to the same chamber. The right path is just a much longer kind of wraparound one. So, mm -hmm. you know, more chance to get in random battles if that's what you're wanting. If not, yeah. then probably just choose the middle one. It takes you right up. And then there's a giant bell on the ground and a moogle. Yeah, and uh, you get this little scene where finally the, the Koopo Nut that Vivi bought back in, or buy, but he got for free back at uh, Lindblum, comes into play, where there's this little uh, Moogle there. Uh, what's her name? Maguda? Mogmi. Mogmi, yeah. Oh, it's Mogmi. Okay, so yeah, Mogmi. She's trying to get Maguda out of the bell. Sniff, sniff. She's just basically... Sniff, sniff. Yeah, she... Sniff, sniff. Yeah, sniff, sniff. And then Vivi's like, um... Can I help you? Or I don't know something, but yeah, it's just mm -hmm. going on forever. Just sniffing. And uh, basically, it's sort of like uh, Koopo Nut gives, uh, gives Maguda the strength to bust out of the bell, I guess. What <laughs> we have like here it. is the classic grandma stunk under the bus, lifting it up to save the child type <laughs> of deal. We have some super, super bean strength coming out of this Moogle to just toss the bell aside to get a Koopo Nut. He's, it's a really funny scene. He's very, he's very passionate about that, but ba basically, yeah, so you get a, they, they run away, and then there's a chest in the bell that has another bell. Ch chest under the big bell that has a small bell. There we go. And if you follow him to the right, you read it there inside. Not, not too much to say here. Maguto asks if you like Koopo Nuts. If you say no, he literally just point blank says, I hate you. So yeah. you have to say <laughs> yes. And then it kind of just, you know, to get out of that... Mogmi is the save Moogle there, and Mognet, you don't have anything new to get, or to, to give, rather, but Mogmi does have a letter from Mudin, Mudon, or whatever, 
just like to her herself, right? So, you know, that that's the only thing. So no new letters still. We still only have Maki to Adla. We kind of have been having that one for a while now. So no progress on that yet. But as you leave, well, actually, you can head out, right? And you can go out into the world. Is there anything out there? No, um, this is kind of a funny part, though, where you can head out to the world, but you definitely, definitely want to have a save file before you do that because you, know, you go out there, there are a whole bunch of really, really high-level enemies that are going to take you out in, like, one shot. <laughs> so, yeah. just, just an FYI, I know a lot of people have probably played this game and know that part. So, um, there are ways of beating them, and you can, like, you know, gain crazy levels at this point in the game. Yeah. But overall, it's just best to just to avoid, avoid it. Okay. Well... So if you went out there, head on back in before you die. And if not, regardless, yeah. you only have one way to go. You have to, have to head out. And that's when uh, Maguta like, spun a statue around you. You get the Holy Bell, which then unlocks the, the last door you need to go into, right? That's on the other right. side of the bell. And at this point, I mean, not too much. You do make sure you get the Mage's Hat. That's It's under the arch. So if you went in the middle, just make sure you kind of go down that route. If you went through the right door, you would have to go underneath the arch anyway. And the good thing is it teaches Vivi slow, right? Which, yeah. hint, hint, might come in use here in a moment. And while you're trying to get those items, because it is kind of a long a long walk to get that one. Yeah. Um, watch out for the Lamia in this in this area. It's a pretty difficult random encounter. And yeah. she's got pretty high. It, it's sort of like, uh, trying to explain the, the enemy real quick. It's sort of like a snake... Like a hybrid snake. Yeah, it's like a princess woman. snake thing. Something. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, weird. it's super weird. And I think Lemia has sort of like, they've used it in, in you know, a bunch of different Final Fantasies and things like that. But gotcha. anyways, it's got relatively high HP, 994, which at this point in the game is pretty... It's pretty substantial. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's really annoying because she can cause confuse with entice. And also starts using Might, which increases attack power. And, you know, she uses that like two or three times. She'll start straight up just one-shotting one shot, the characters. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Another funny thing is you can teach Kina level three defenseless if you if you manage to eat. So just, yeah, it's, it's kind of an enemy that you're not really expecting. Because up to this point, I mean, there was a few in the open world. Up to this point, you know, it's it's been like goblins, lizard men, stuff like that, or, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's mm -hmm. been kind of easy. But then this one comes along, and yeah, Confuse, one-shotting you if he gets it, can cure herself, you know. And so it's just, it's kind of crazy. The, what, good old Gizmaluk is the boss here. And right off the bat, Steel, right? Get some Steel going. He has Elixir, uh, the Magus Hat, and an Ice Staff, which is pretty funny, because yeah. Alex and I just talked about this. Yeah. And apparently the ice I staff always, has terrible steal rate. I always try to go for the ice staff. It's so nice to get it at this point in the game. It's not like you have to wait a long time before you can buy it in the stores, but right. it's just a lot of these steals are basically a way just to get uh, equipment a little bit earlier than you'd normally be able to. Exactly. So, but yeah, going along with what Mark just said, the ice staff has a 16 in 256 chance. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh... If you're not getting it, don't don't worry about it. Like, just steal a bunch of times. I think the elixir is 100%. The magus hat is 25%. So, if you don't get it, don't worry about it. 
Yeah, I mean, a 1 in 16th chance, that's not very great. And then mm-hmm. it's funny just because when I went through it, I stole once, got the elixir, stole second time, got the magis hat, got stole third time, got the eye staff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, first three, first three steals, first all all that. Uh, so I was happy about that. Hardly ever happens, man. Yeah, <laughs> I I was happy, yeah. but overall, he doesn't have too much crazy stuff. He can be a pretty challenging fight. The I would say the most well. I was going to say the, the biggest hitting thing is the fact that he counters magic with silence, which yeah. I guess isn't a big deal. Vivi doesn't really do too much. It's about, I think the blizzard and lightning do more than fire, and I think they do about 120-ish, which, yeah. you know, that, that's decent. But at the same time, you don't have a healer here, so there's a couple things you can do about it, just in my opinion. Obviously, do whatever the heck you want. But what is it? Loudmouth? Loudmouth ability you do have available at this point. So you can have that equipped. Boom, that takes care of silence and you could just cast as you want. Or if you don't have it or, you know, whatever case and VV is silenced, man, at that point, just, just use them as a potion healer. Just keep it on standby and just have them use potions as people get hit. Exactly. Because, I mean, 120 a hit isn't going to really, you're not going to, you know, be really killing it with VV here, so... Yeah, and there's a lot of different strategies you can use against this guy. Um, one thing that I always forget about is in battle, the tent is actually an item that you can use in battle. <laughs> yeah. And if you use it on him, occasionally, uh, I don't know what the percentage chance is, but he'll get hit with darkness, silence, and blind, which could be really useful. It does heal him all the way, but he gets hit with those three. And then another really interesting one I did on my level one game, this is kind of an obscure method, if you're really low level and you basically can't beat them normally, uh, just basically kill kill Kina, go and save your game, and then try to revive her and just keep on doing that until you get her at one HP. Okay, so so, so you revive and wait to an instance where she revives with just one HP. Yeah, so so when you use a Phoenix down this game, it randomly gives them anywhere between one and I don't know, like ten or twelve HP or something like right. that. So. You know, you'll use a Phoenix sound, be like 3 HP. Reload, try again. But once you can get her at 1 HP, and this is how you typically do like a level 1 challenge in this game, you would have Limit Glove, is a uh, a blue magic that you can learn from the Mandragoras by Southgate. Okay. So once you get her at 1 HP, you just go into the battle, use Limit Glove, and it's a one-hit kill. Wow, how much damage does it do? Quad 9. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. It doesn't... It, it does not matter what your magic, what your strength is, limit glove. If you're at one HP, does just straight up quad nine damage. Wow. It's pretty broken. That is that is pretty broken. That kind of defeats the whole level one challenge, doesn't it? Because the whole point is you're well, making it difficult on yourself, but then you're just manipulating it so that way you're one shotting everything, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but the with the level one challenge, it's impossible to beat this game without using tricks. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. like maybe you could probably beat this guy at level one normally, but it would be really it'd take a long time to be really frustrating. But definitely later on in the game, you pretty much just have to use limit glove or lucky sevens or any yeah, of those tricks. That's true. But you know, you get the boss down. And rather than continuing on, it takes us a different route. We get to go see yeah. what's going on with Sir Rusty. But before we get there, let's do our seed trivia. So as said earlier, Alex did in fact get his rank seven. So we are on rank eight seed trivia. So here we go, man. I hope you're ready. Buckle up. 
right. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> right. We're going to start off in Final Fantasy VII. So, Red's first weapon, so like just what he has, right, equipped when you yeah. first get him. So, Red's first weapon is the Mithril Clip. True. In Final Fantasy VIII, Selfie's friend, the one who you get the card from, she is by a fountain. True. 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 All right. Final Fantasy twelve. When taken on Gilgamesh, he uses Disable level 3 during the first encounter. Um, yeah. I know he uses that move, I just don't know if it's the first encounter or what encounter it is. Um, I'm going to say false. Final Fantasy ten two. Alright, you get the Lady Luck Dress Fear from Shinra. And I'm, I'm leaving it kind of open-ended because I can't give too um, much info. <laughs> Why is it Yeah. Boy? Uh, true. Alright, confidence. In Final yeah. Fantasy IX, now this one, I, I'm about 90% on this, okay, so, for the correct answer. Because I tried looking it up, I couldn't find it, and then I forgot to look myself. But, for Chocobo Hot and Cold, Choco's, for his, when his beak level is level 1, the dick damage starts out at 5. Oh, man. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, false. Final Fantasy 13. Here we go, man. Let's see how much you know about these. The Ultimate Physique Synthesis Group makes you immune to physical damage, but you can't be healed by magic. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't really know what that is. Oh, wait, okay, okay, so... So obviously you got, yeah, you got the synthesis groups, right? All the different equipments are part of different groups. Stack them up and they give you the, you know, benefits. So Ultimate Physique is one of the synthesis groups. And it will make you immune to physical damage, but you can't be healed by magic. Oh, man. True? <laughs> I, 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 had to throw, I had to throw you a curveball, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get I the good no ones. Alright, Final Fantasy X. We'll finish it up with there. So, when fighting the Chocobo Eater, if you're wanting to push him off the edge, you need to push him twice. False. It's three times. Alright, let's recap it then. So, question one. We had Red's first weapon is the Mithril Clip. You said true, and it is true. Nice. That's his first weapon. Alright, Final Fantasy VIII for Selfie's friend who has the card, which we all know is the most fun card fight in the world. She is, in fact, by a fountain. You said true, so you got that. All right, Final Fantasy XII, we got Gilgamesh Battle. You said false, that he... Well, the question was that if he uses Disable level 3 during the first encounter, you said false, and it is false. He doesn't use it until the second encounter. First encounter is kind of a joke with him, isn't ah, okay. it? okay. Right on. Yeah, all it right. is. I do definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Final Fantasy X-2. You get Lady Luck Dress Fear from Shinra. You said true, and it is true! And this is actually, I was thinking about this, man. What is it? Sphere Break. How did we not talk about that during our minigame series? I totally forgot about that thing. With the coins, um, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a big minigame. I can't say I liked it, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, me neither. Anyways, but, yeah, you, you beat him during the competition. And that's how you get it in the Sphere Break competition. Alright, Final Fantasy IX. We got Choco's dig damage is like 5 starting out, right? Something about that. You said 
false, but I say it's true. <laughs> like I said, I'm about 90%. I think it's five. I think you start out at five. Now, there's different, different, you know, things that factor in later on with, like, your chocobo color and all this different stuff. But first thing, first off, your very first chocobo hot and cold, you hit it. I'm pretty darn sure it does five. So we can double check that one, but that's your first wrong. I don't think it's going to affect anything here. All right, Final Fantasy 13, the ultimate physique synthesis group. You said true, and it is true. So I don't know how many pieces. I forgot to look that up. But if you do get the ultimate physique synthesis group, you are immune to physical damage, which that's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll have to look into this once we get to 13. But you just can't, magic, magic has no effect on you. So like beneficial magic has no effect. So you can't be healed. Um, I'm assuming that at that point you probably can't have bravery and protect and all that stuff. And then you just gotta use potions to heal, which good luck. All right, Final Fantasy X, the last one for Chocobo Eater. You do need to push them three times. You got it correct as you said that. It's not two times, so... All right, man, you missed one. So, nice. unfortunately, you didn't... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that would be rough if you had to get 100%. 100%, but nice, dude. Seed rank 8, you're moving up in life. Nice, moving there we up. go. All right, let's go ahead and let's see what Rusty is up to. So after, what, you fight Gizmaluk, does that battle, and then it pans to something else. You hear some nice music, and you're like, oh, what's going on? And then you you, know, you hear the clatter, right? Ching, 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 ching. You're like, oh, okay, it can only be Steiner. And yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere, we're at the North Gate is what we find out. So he's at the North Gate. He's just carrying a giant bag with him. And it's very interesting, the initial conversation, right, with the guards, isn't it? Yeah. I love this whole part. You've got the short guard and the tall guard. <laughs> and, yep. I mean, I think this is the first time you see them, but after this you see a couple of extra scenes and things, and they, they have some really funny, like, uh, back and forth going on there. But, yeah, basically, you know, they're, uh, they're basically, like, trying to make sure that he's not smuggling anything through or anything like that. And they check the bag, and, uh, of course, Steiner, being the pickle fiend that he is, put a whole bunch of... Uh, Gasol pickles in there. <laughs> yeah, just and and of course you know everyone doesn't like them. The dudes, yeah, like <laughs> the stench and all that. Yeah. And, and then what? What? Steiner responds with like, I can't, I can't start my day without them. And then yeah. he's like, Yeah, anyone who likes that always says that. <laughs> yeah. It's like just gotta eat one pickle a day. One pickle a day. Start, start it out. Yeah. But it's it's pretty funny. Like you said, you know, those guards, the short, tall guard, they're just funny. They have good banter is what it yeah. is. For a moment there, they just talk about how Garnet's the most beautiful, you know, girl in the land pretty much. And then ev everyone, everywhere who's like, you know, Garnet's so beautiful, but how the heck that happened for Braun, you know? And so, but after that, what, you exactly. get you get in, he lets, lets you in and you kind of have a little, little bit of room to roam. There is a chest mm -hmm. that's on top of a ladder. You can't get that right now because you're carrying yeah. a bag and he says can't do it. But instead, <laughs> is if you first enter the zone, you go straight to the left in that corner, you will get a Multina racket, which yeah. is for Garnet, and you'll be able to use it here pretty soon. Which is a pretty nice weapon. This actually makes Garnet or Dagger like a really good physical attacker at this point because it's a long-range weapon. 
And yeah. she can typically do like, you know, 100, 130 damage with them, which is yeah. pretty dang good. From the back row, too. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. It's definitely helpful. And it's got. um Oh, shoot. I'm trying to remember what abilities it has on it. But I think it might maybe protect or something. I can't I can't remember, but it's it's something yeah. new. <laughs> so yeah. I think it has float by chance or something like that. But yeah, we're we're not sure on the abilities, but it's a really good weapon. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a good weapon, we promise. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's a pretty interesting spot because right next to that there's a kind of I said I wrote down guy. He's not so much of a person, is he's kind of like a, a blue elephant like creature. Yeah. Um, but, thing, something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Ant, yeah, Andy is probably better, better description. <laughs> but he's at, he's at this door that's at the left, right? And he's like kind of having some conversation. <laughs> he's basically like, you know, I'm supposed to keep this door and running, but I just shine it up, so it looks like it's good. No one uses it, and it, and it kind of will reflect back to way back, right after the evil forest, that you can't get through the door because it's not working because. This dude isn't fixing it. And so Steiner realizes this. <laughs> it's just funny, man, because it gives you the options of kill or don't kill. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. And, I mean, I always choose kill because it's so funny. He does like a he does like a lunge move towards him. And yeah. then he's like, I almost lost control of myself there. <laughs> well, well, yeah, he begins to, and then he gets a big kick in the back. That's and what it was, yeah. he's like almost lost control of myself. It's hilarious, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Don't don't kill him. Can't can't do that. And can't actually kill him. No, no. And and the whole the whole point is you have to talk to this guy anyways, right? Because you're kind of putting two to get two and two together at this point. You realize a dagger is in the sack, just you know, basically basically covered in pickles. And you're trying to get the what is it? Kind of like a a hallway or something to the right side of the map trying to get it cleared and so you have to talk to that guy originally because then you got to go talk to like the the head engineer guy tell on him he goes over there and talks to the guy about fixing the door and then the other one is you got to get stupid part-time mary or part-time worker mary out of the way basically you just got to talk to the other two people too but you find out that she's like hardcore crushing on him and then like once they're talking you go over to him and he's like who is this chick yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious it's it's so weird, the whole situation. But yeah, anyways, um, after you do that, you go into, there's like a little alley. You kind of just progress the story. It's, when, it's the only place you can go. Yep. As it turns out, the reason why there were so many Gasol pickles in that bag was because he was trying to hide Dagger in there, and they didn't want, you know, didn't want him to find her. Right. So she finally gets, uh, gets let out of the bag or whatever. <laughs> and... And then uh, she figures, like, this is a good time to get changed. Yeah, yeah, cool, because, what, Steiner's looking towards the screen, towards us, right? He's on the lookout. It's always a funny little cutscene here, too. You get a choice that she starts to change, and you're because you're controlling Steiner, essentially, and you can mm -hmm. go look out the other end. It's so, if you don't, I mean, it just progresses the same way it would, but if you do go ahead and decide to walk, because, you know, she's behind some, like, crates or something, but he's walking yeah. to the other end. And what is it, like internal dialogue? She's like ah or something like that. Yeah. And Please don't look this way or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Which of course Steiner doesn't because he's a good guy, you know. So no, you know, and I was actually thinking about that too. Like I guess Gar Garnet's a princess, right? Or Dagger's a princess, and yeah. I guess what what's kind of she doesn't act like it. You know what I mean? Like she has the duty, but she's also just kind of a 
a normal person, you know, and of course they're trying to act like that. But, you know, she's a princess getting changed in an alleyway behind some crates? Come on, you know? I know, right? Then again, it is those pickles. So maybe that's the only reason why. Because <laughs> they're so sticky. Yeah, seriously. If you do go forward, well, you actually have to, as, as Alex kind of alluded to. This is a pretty linear area. Not much to do at all. Uh, once once she changes it, actually go ahead and it just it takes you to the next little next little section in which you do have a moogle his name is grimo or grimo or something like that and he gives you another one so now you got two letters so you got that what is it the monkey to atla one you still have that and now you have a new one which is grimo to naz nazna and so those are the two we're working for with Bognet, of course, as he's, you know, we'll always let you know what's up. Other than that, there's not much else here. You know, Steiner kind of has some, in, you know, dialogue with Dagger about what she's like. We made it, you know, without the help of Zidane. And Steiner's like, you don't, you didn't ever need his help, you know. But he's just, yeah. he, he kind of is thinking, he's like, something that got me though. He's like, Zidane has, he's got good, good wit for a bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> But the way he spoke to you was completely unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. That's such a good part. But it's it's interesting because I think Steiner does start to realize that, that Zidane does have really good wit. Um, uh, kind of a scene that reminds me of this is back when you're on the ship about to, well, after you fight Black Waltz 3, and Steiner's like, you know, gosh, how many of them is going to be? And Zidane's like, well, that's the last one, right? It's three. That's a waltz. And Steiner kind of yeah. goes, hmm, you know, because it's kind of like how, you know, this common bandit kind of has some really good wit and just kind of knowledge of things, you know? So it's kind of interesting, that aspect of Zidane. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't even have anything else to add. I think you summed it up perfectly with that one. <laughs> I did a perfect job. But, and then at this point, uh, you know, you go forward and you get on the cart, you gotta wait, and, you know, it's just kind of some minor, minor dialogue, dialogue going with them. Ba- basically just telling Steiner to stop acting like she's the princess, gotta stop calling her princess, yeah. stop saluting her and all that stuff. And then it gets, takes us back to the grotto with Freya, Zidane, and Vivi in Kina, if you picked her up. And that's kind of where we're going to leave it. Because now you're going out to, to the open world again. You're heading towards Bermesia. And if you've played this game, you know that that area is some heavy-hitting stuff. And so we're going to kind of leave that for a full episode. Because, oof, a lot to unpack there, that's for sure. Alright, well, that will do it for us on this episode. We thank you all for spending time listening to us. As always, we got our website to check out. Mainly, again, mainly with that, it's the blog post, man. We're putting the songs in there. We got the C trivia. So if you're ever just kind of curious about the questions that are on there, too. But that is Final Stop for FinalFantasyTalks.com. And then be sure to hit up our social media as well. We post clips of a lot of things. Like, for instance, we're posting clips about the Chocobo Treasures and other things like that. And so it's kind of just fun little things to get. Got a lot of media content here from playing through. Check those out, stop by, be a part of it, and as always, we just, you know, thank you for your support. I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is a final stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Mm-hmm.